1: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Attraction HQ. My name is Hayley Quinn and I am here to change your mindset around love, sex, dating and relationships forever. So if you have been having basically no luck ever with women or you find it very difficult to connect them, to approach them, to not feel anxious in their company, to have the kind of relationships that you want and you're finding at the moment that all advice is leading you astray or making you more stressed out, you are in the right place. Now every week on this podcast what I do is I explore love, sex and dating relationships but usually from a slightly left to field perspective but one that I think will ultimately help you out much better in the long run than the five secret lines that will help you make. Any woman like you. We don't talk about that stuff here. We talk about something totally different. Now, joining me today is the lovely Mr. John Matrix, and he is founder of Mail Mastery, which is male mastery.com. Now, I've known John for I don't know how long? Quite a while?
2: Yeah. I have a- five, six years, I think. Until. Five or six yeah, years. Yeah. And
1: weirdly, John now lives in the house that I used to live in, yeah. in, a, in a confusingly incestuous coach relationship. Um, but what John is really amazing for, and I actually appeared on his podcast, uh, I think a few months ago, is male mastery is really looking at how men can become better people, right? And transform mm. themselves internally, as well as learning the external skills. So we're here to kind of today to talk about Uh, connection chemistry which is how you can build like an awesome connection with women and finally you know get to the point where it's not that you're asking them lots of questions and the conversation is becoming really boring but that actually you're looking at a woman sat opposite from you and you feel a mutual sense of understanding and attraction and but through that I don't think we're going to be going through a traditional model to look at this because I have a feeling John Mm. that you're not going to be teaching people too many scripts or lines that they have to say to
2: women no it's well traditionally all of the systems if you if you call them that um they're all linear based so it's like do this then do this then do this and with connection chemistry we've tried to make it a bit more three-dimensional a bit more dynamic Mm -hmm. so it's much more about being in the moment understanding core principles Mm -hmm. and then using them which is really you know how it should be you don't want to be trying to remember a script trying to go from one thing to the next thing because um it's not going to be well it's not going to be genuine it's not going to be flowing it's going to be a bit robotic so as much as yes if if you have if you're a complete beginner you do need some kind of structure we've tried to make it more three you know three dimensional and something guys can really get out of their heads and stay in the moment with mm. which is a problem that a lot of these other systems have
1: all right. Yeah. I mean, what I would say about that is, I think that when, if you've been having loads of problems with applying knowledge about how to meet women, a lot of the time it's because someone out there, has decided that wouldn't it be nice if meeting women was a perfectly logical system? Like you had to do these 10 steps if you did these 10 steps perfectly in order. Just like I always joke about, it's like um, pressing the buttons in the right sequence on a video game yeah. or something yeah. like that. That If you do press all the buttons in the right sequence, that out the other side pops the prize, which is the woman. And that would be lovely, wouldn't it? But that is just simply not how human interactions work. So whilst you need some structure, if this is something you're really new to and you are really struggling to make any connections, just don't enter into the false mindset that there is a perfect structure out there that's going to mean that you don't have to learn how to respond to another person or listen to another person or adapt how you're expressing yourself. In fact, these core skills are going to give you a much better connection with women in the end. Because women, I think how they experience conversation is very different. Like I'll have my male subscribers will sometimes ask me like, how long is it into an interaction before I can kiss a woman? Like they're literally looking for a length of time like 47 but, but, minutes but
2: that, the whole thing with like like that kind of question or having a linear system it's a very male
1: exactly it's the male
2: viewpoint it's logical it's like right this is the end point this is what i want to get what's the process to get that and like you said it's n- that isn't how it works at all it's it's not a linear process but for most men unfortunately that's how our brains are wired so we're looking for a system
1: Right, and that's so different, actually, to, I think, how many women's brains are wired, right? Where we are more like 360 degrees, everything going on at once. Yeah. Which feels really strange for, I think, the guys that are out there. But for myself, I know that, you know, for women, for instance, the concept that a woman can be really sexual, but also really maternal. In the same 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 woman, same point in time, that she just has different aspects of a personality that she shifts dynamically in between. And that often, instead of looking for you know, the guy to say a certain thing or a certain period of time to elapse. She's looking to feel a certain way in someone's company or to feel more stable or more secure with them. And so the, the, if you try and take a really masculine model and, and, transplant it onto how women behave what you get is usually a bit of a disconnect where guys are like well i'm using the system perfectly but she's not responding what's what's going wrong why is this failing and in fact it's because you're trying to take a human interaction and then create it in a way that actually it doesn't make even sense to to women so when you're talking about your your principles for connection Can you share maybe one really valuable principle that the guys wouldn't have thought about when it comes to actually forming that connection with a woman so that he feels that they've got that level of understanding where she really wants to see him again?
2: Okay, well, the first thing I would say is, I mean, if I could put it all into a nutshell, it's don't be nice. Because unfortunately, guys get stuck into the nice guy frame. So as much as I, you know, I'm not saying be a, a bad person, but going in with this kind of fake, Uh, ass kissing Mr. Nice guy thing. And that's what I used to be like because intuitively that's how you feel. That's what it feels like that you should do to get someone to like you. It's like, if I'm really nice to someone. They'll like me. Mm -hmm. But as you know, most of us know when it comes to women and attraction, that doesn't work because a it comes across as, um, it's not, you know, it's not genuine. You can feel when a guy's being fake to try and get something from you. Um, And it's just not a very masculine way of being. You know, women are attracted to masculine traits and the Mr. Nice Guy is like the almost the antithesis of the masculine guy because he's bending his reality, he's changing himself to meet the requirements of the woman. And, you know, you being a woman, Haley, I'm sure you've dealt with a lot of men that are being Mr. Nice Guy with you and it's not attractive.
1: What I think I would add to that is I think being Mr. Nice Person or bending your reality or flexing your value system In kind of any area of your life, regardless of gender, is usually a bad move. Like in business, you'll end up getting screwed over. In romantic relationships, you become less attractive. You end up with a bunch of really losery, rubbish friends that just, you know, are sycophantic or aren't actually into being with the real you. In fact, somebody who has got really good boundaries, who knows themselves, who commands respect, who puts themselves first because they love themselves and they've lived with themselves for like 30 or 40 years compared to the maybe the person they're on a date with that they've known for all of two hours that's that's what says to me as a mark of somebody who's got their personal identity together who's got their self-esteem in the right place and so there's the kind of person that will have a gravitational pull around them much you know completely different to somebody who feels the need to adjust what they say in order to please someone else and what annoys me is a lot of information I feel particularly that's out there for men Uh, lots of guys will think well what's this thing that i have to learn in order to make her like me and automatically then you're putting an artificial thing in between you and the woman or you feel that what you have already isn't good enough Mm -hmm. and of course you can't talk about that thing that you love because women aren't into listening to that kind of conversation and when guys i find heavily start to self-censor and they reject the topics of conversation that are naturally arising for them that they want to talk about because they don't consider it interesting that's when they start feeling like oh i've run out of something to say or what do i say to her how how do I create this as a date?
2: Yeah, no, that's true. It's true. conversation will flow naturally if you let it. When you try and, uh, and this is something else we, we teach in, in with connection chemistry, is how to have conversational flow. And I think this is something that gets glossed over a lot of time with a lot of other products and a lot of other coaches. Is they don't explain how to have a real conversation. Now, it's something we can all do. We all have great conversations with our friends, but a lot of us don't actually know what we're doing when we do it. The moment we get put in front of a girl, we start, as you say, we start censoring, Mm -hmm. we start filtering too much, and then you end up becoming very stifled, very contrived, very unnatural, um, when actually what you want to be doing is saying whatever comes into your head, within reason, obviously, but um, literally just kind of going off the top of your head with whatever the topic's at hand and that will make you come across very natural. And uh, that was, for me, the, the sort of, when I started getting really good at this was when it clicked, was when the conversational flow for me, when it clicked. And I was able to just go up to anybody and just talk without worrying too much about what I'm saying and having faith in yourself that... You'll know what to say when the, when the, at the right time without having to plan it beforehand. But again, it's the male thing. Got to plan it. Got to know what's going to happen mm-hmm. before I do it. Otherwise, you know, why would I not want to plan what's going to happen? But you can't. You have to go in with that uncertainty and actually embrace the uncertainty because that's where the magic's going to happen. It's not going to come. If you, if you go in with this perfectly planned conversation, it's not going to be sexy at all. It's going to be really it's going to be like a job interview.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. And I think I, I think you've hit the nail on the head when you're talking about the male need to have the perfect plan. Mm. And the fact is that life, the, the problem with this is also that human interactions are so infinitely varied with so many variables in it trying to learn the perfect script that you can adapt to adjust to whatever responses she's giving you is literally first of all the work of a robot and secondly the work of a lifetime it's like it's almost impossible to learn which is why i'm with you and similarly with what i teach is i try and teach good principles because if you have good rules of thumb you can kind of abide by those and you maybe have five concepts in your head and you've maybe learned some ways to help develop a more dynamic flow of conversation you work on feeling more relaxed and more able to be yourself you work on those principles and you shift them around and that's actually a far faster way to get better conversation than trying to learn a perfect script off by heart which is nearly impossible so what would you say or what advice would you give to a guy who's maybe he finds himself always in front of a woman and within 20-30 seconds he feels that he's run out of things to say usually because he feels so anxious and so unable to express himself is there any exercise that you could do any advice you could give to help to resolve that
2: yeah well firstly it's all about listening when you get anxious, you go into your head and you stop listening to what the other person's saying. So you focus too much on what am I going to say next? Meanwhile, she's talking to you and you're missing, you know, whole paragraphs of what she's saying. Hmm. So everything you need is, is right there in front of you. Either something you, you see about her or something she's saying. And all you got to do is take something that she said, take a topic, take a noun from the sentence that she said, and then relate it back to yourself. And don't be scared to tell a personal story. If you if you're having a conversation, there's
0: never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify.
2: with a friend, this is what you do all day long. You listen to what the other person said, you relate what they've said back to yourself and you tell a brief anecdote. That's 90% of when we talk to people, that's what we do. That's all you need to do when you're with a girl. So when when she says something to you, take something she said and then then just relate it back to yourself. Because a lot of guys, they think that when they're talking to a woman, it has to all be about her. Well, if it's all about her, she's gonna come away from an interaction with you thinking, I know nothing about that guy. So I'm not saying like go off go off on one and tell her your life story, but you do need to talk a little bit about the topics can be about her, but you need to relate them back to you. Otherwise, the conversation is going to be so one sided, and it's going to make her very uncomfortable actually, because she'll feel like the spotlight's on her.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. And also, you need to be um, interesting as well as interested. Right? She needs if she doesn't. You're exactly like, like, right. If she walks away from that conversation and she doesn't know anything about you then even if you've entertained her enough that during that five minutes she decides to give you her phone number, the chances of her calling you back are rubbish yep. because there's no there's nothing about you that she that's memorable or that's interesting. Um, so just like you were saying, a good little conversational flow that you can take is if you start to just paraphrase what she said back to her and add your opinion in. And again, to move away from that nice guy thing, make it your real opinion. Mm. You know, if she says that she's from if she said that she's from france and actually you go oh you would say back to her, oh so you're you're from france and then maybe your your memory of france is a really bad school trip that you went on
2: 10 years that ago perfect exactly so when when somebody says they're from france is don't interrogate them about france take the topic of france relate it back to yourself and then think oh do you know what when i was at school we went to france for a school trip and blah 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 and then tell her a story because when you do that your personality starts to come through when you when you take those stories away You don't display any personality and you just become this like robot. You know, so mm-hmm. if you want to be memorable, you have to tell stories.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I think stories are an extremely powerful way of transferring information. And also, with that, if your experience of, say, France was negative, it doesn't matter because if you tell it in the way that you would narrate it to your friend, which is in a slightly lighthearted tone, playful, you're giving us genuine and sincere memory, it's going to be great because you haven't just, you're not counter guessing yourself. And, you know, instead, you're focusing on your expression versus saying something you think that she. Like, because you don't know who she is yet, so trying to guess what she'd like anyway is always a foolish exercise. Um, another thing that you can do um, is a little simple flip that you can make with your conversations is instead of asking a direct question like um, "So, how long have you been in England?" or "How long have you been in London?", um, you would say, "I don't know about you, but um, I've actually been in London for ten years." now so you just again instead of interrogating her if you turn that around and actually say a little statement like i don't know about you or i don't know if you've had this experience but then you share and relate your personal story it signals to her there's something in here that you want her to respond to that the conversation is relevant to her and in fact by you talking in that way that's quite open she gets to relax you buy her some time to get on board with the narrative she chills out her response is going to be much more detailed than if you you hadn't said that thing about yourself and also because you're speaking in this really informal style it signals to her that you already have a kind of a detailed social bond rather than a very formal style of communication which is not signaling to her that this is ever going to lead to something romantic or sexy
2: no it's true and also when you when you um tell stories to people it assumes familiarity it's what you do with your friends so when you go up to someone you don't know it feels strange to do this where you meet a girl and within 10, you know, within 20 seconds, she's told you she's from France and now you're telling her a story about when you were at school. It feels strange at first, but when you do it, you actually see you watch and the girl will relax because you're, it's almost like you're being very vulnerable at that moment. You're not, there's no shield up. You're not, you know, you're just being very vulnerable and open and you're displaying your personality. So when you approach a girl, she first might be a little bit standoffish. The best way to to help a girl relax is to tell her a couple of personal stories. And you watch, she'll just relax. And then, she, and then also she'll, she's encouraged to also tell stories. And before you know it, you're both sharing stories and, you, and you're chatting away and you feel like you've known each other for, you know, longer than, than 20 seconds. That's, the, that's one mistake that guys make is they don't do that. They go too much about the girl. They focus too much on her and keeping the, everything on her. And they don't tell any stories. Mm-hmm. And then they'll come away, sorry, they'll come away and... They won't know what's wrong. The girl's got uncomfortable and she's wanting to end the conversation they can't figure it out. And it's because if you watch it back on video, you'll see it wasn't a real conversation. It was a one-sided information gathering thing. (laughs) You know what I mean? On the part of the guy, just trying to get information from her. But you've got to use the information that she's giving you, use the ammunition, tell a story.
1: Right, because no woman wants to, you know, go up with someone who's just successfully interviewed her or a fan. You know, she wants a real live human being that she can relate to standing in front of her. So I always ask... Four questions, or as long as I remember to do them, and sometimes I forget at the end of my podcast. Um, so, the first question I have for you is Do you have a little tip, or it's called like a love hack? So, one simple piece of advice that can help shift someone's um, ability to be good at dating. So, it could be that you make one approach to somebody a day, or that you always remember to tell a story about yourself or that you stop self-censoring, or that you send this te- this as the first text message after you've met a woman. Is there any dating hack that off the top of your head that you can think of?
2: Okay, well, the, the one that we just spoke about is probably the most important one, the one about the, the relating the stories to yourself. But another one would be um, practice flirting with everybody, even men, everyone. Like when you're with your friends, I don't mean flirting in a sexual way with men, but even when you're with your friends, essentially you're flirting. That's what you're doing. It's just you're not just trying to pick them up. So start to get into the habit of flirting with everybody. When you go to the shop, guy behind the counter, flirt with him. You know, I mean, be playfully rude in a, in a kind of fun way. And start to do that with everybody. And if you do that with everybody, it becomes natural. Then when you're talking to a girl, it's not a big deal to try and create attraction because you already do it with everybody. That makes sense. So like I said, when I say flirting... Um, if it's with a guy, you're not trying to pick him up, but you're being playfully rude Mm -hmm. because that's how we, that's how human beings relate to each other.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. And what's funny is I think women flirt all the time, all the time with everyone. And it's not a sexual thing. It's a form of communication that they are actively practicing. Okay. Question number two, a life hack. So kind of a tip or a mindset that's helpful to help you get through the um, ups and downs of life.
2: Um... Well, meditate. Great answer. It is. I've, I've been meditating for properly for about eight months now and it's completely changed my life and I couldn't imagine not doing it. Just if, if you get nothing else from this podcast, start meditating today. It will suck for a while. You'll be if you if you if you're not a meditator and you've got an active mind like I have, you'll hate it for, for a couple of months. It will be a chore, but just do it every day. And within two or three months, it will start to click and then you'll never be the same again. It just completely changes your life. And if you're really struggling with meditation, there's a great application called Headspace, which I used, which got me meditating. So you can check that out. But, um, you know, I used to be one of those people that didn't meditate, tried it a few times, was like, mm, how good can it be? Every, you know, People would tell me, it's amazing, it will change your life. I've become one of those people now. <laughs> so now I tell everybody you've got to meditate.
1: I'm one of those annoying yeah. people as well. <laughs> I'm like, that's it, and honestly, I swear that if you're trying to find the answer to a really hard problem or dilemma, you can ring all the friends you want in the world. Sometimes you need to sit by yourself in the quiet for like an hour or a day or go for, even if you do have something a bit more active, like you go for a walk somewhere peaceful, The information or the right thing to do is just sitting there in your mind somewhere. You just haven't been able to access it yet. Okay, next question. Something really romantic that you've done for someone? Have you done any romantic gestures?
0: Um,
1: Or epic dates?
2: God, that's a tough one. Um, My girlfriend's going to kill me that I'm not able to just come up with something instantly. (laughs) I was about to say, I'm sure I've met Mrs. Matrix. Um, (laughs) Romantic gesture.
1: The other one, by the way, the question four, just so you know that's coming, yeah. is um, something when you were younger that you didn't think was going to be possible, that you never thought you'd be able to achieve or do, but okay. you definitely have done now.
2: Okay. okay, that one's a lot easier. Okay, do you want to go to that? Um, well, I think a romantic gesture. I mean, it's, it's pretty lame, but like a, a really nice holiday, you know, because I know um, but, well, both of us needed a holiday at the time and, uh, you know, a really nice holiday somewhere hot where it's just going to be the two of us. And we can just you know spend all day on the beach in the sun and no one else around that was you know a nice romantic gesture I think um, and the thing that I thought I could never achieve that I've achieved I mean it's pretty obvious I used to be one of the guys that just was low you know had low self-esteem terrible with women, no self-confidence was never good with women and now I've become somebody that teaches other men how to meet women and I you know live with my girlfriend and we're in love so.
1: And they are in love. And I would say that, you know what, as a guy, is a little tip as well, sometimes a, a very common male love language, though I don't like that phrase, way of expressing love is to spend time with the woman, right? Sometimes women like verbal things, you know, they want you to act, say and articulate what you're saying. And sometimes if you're in a relationship with a woman, it's good to let her know that your way of expressing love or your way of expressing your connection is just to spend that quality time with her and in doing that your actions are speaking louder than words but sometimes you need to remind women of this because they expect the words (laughs) Uh, anyway guys um i'm gonna be wrapping this podcast soon all i would say is if you enjoy it and you find it interesting please subscribe um subscribe comment share And if you'd like to hear more about what's going on and really understanding the inner workings of the beautiful thing that is the female mind and how you can connect to them, or if you go to hayleyquinn.com forward slash her mind, that's H-E-R-M-I-N-D, I've got a five-video series all about stuff like why she just cancelled on you last minute, why is she telling you you're just friends. I want you to understand the mechanics of what's going on here and how to become much better better at communicating with women now if you want to hear more from Mr Matrix and find out more about his connection chemistry where can they find you
2: oh they can go to www.male-mastery.com uh, we're also on all the social media you can follow us on Facebook follow us on Instagram Twitter all of the social media um, and yeah we've just released this product connection chemistry which deals with a lot of the stuff that we're talking about it's how to build chemistry with women which is something a lot of guys struggle with
1: they do it's something that a lot of people struggle with full stop but i love your tip for flirting all the time in real life make it part of your habit change your lifestyle and i'll be back again next week with another episode of attraction hq thank you for listening to my podcast today uh if you want to find out more about me please head to hayleyquinn.com forward slash club where i have a free 30-day membership available for you to my exclusive subscribers club you can also catch up with me on YouTube at Haley Quinn XX, on Instagram as Haley Quinn X, and on Twitter as plain old Haley Quinn. Uh, I'd love to hear your feedback on the show. Please engage me. Please reach out. And thank you again for your support.
0: Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.